What's up, everyone? Welcome to Luke's Mind Power. This podcast is produced to enlighten, inspire, motivate, and move you into your power place. Your mind is powerful, and when you connect it with your heart, you become superpowered. That is why I believe that loving yourself is the secret to success and living your dreams. I'm your host, Luke Mindpower. Let's begin. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode. It's so great to be back. I hope you're having an amazing day. And if you're not, just know that that's okay because you're you're here with me and you're here with another amazing guest that I have. Her name is Carmen and she's from Naples in Florida. I've known Carmen for over a year now and we met through Speak and Inspire, which is an amazing uh, course um, done by uh, Mind Valley and has uh, uh, the amazing Lisa Nichols, who is the uh, the coach and the speaker who runs that course. And we were blessed enough to connect uh, during that time back in 2018 in September. And wow, the time has has flown. But uh, Carmen is a uh, entrepreneur and a speaker and an author. Uh, and I'm so uh, blessed to have her here uh, to share this space now and uh, and to hear her story, uh, especially it's been such a long time. So Carmen, please welcome to Luke's Mind Power podcast. I am thrilled to be here, Luke, and I really appreciate the invitation. Yeah. Um, it was it, w- it was the right time for us to finally get together t- on this on this amazing platform you have going on. So yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. you. Uh, absolutely. You know, one thing about Carmen, I have to say, what, what I see is your energy. You know, you, you've got such a, a vibrant and ebullient uh, thing about you. You know, I, I, even I can, I can speak to you now, I can feel it. When I met you in, uh, in LA back in March uh, at Time Talks, I felt it you know, and, (laughs) and, and and it's like, I'm like, I I haven't seen that in in anyone else. You know, everybody has their own way of of presenting themselves, but, but your vibrancy is, is magnetic. And it's like, when I speak to you, I feel so connected. And where does that come from? How did you build that? How did, what is that? Like this, you've got this drive, this this will continue to uh believe you know to believe in yourself and and i know you've got a story i've i've read your book not all of it but i still i I was thinking about it last night i was like yeah you have to talk about her book (laughs) (laughs) but yeah tell us a little bit about that i'll give you hints i'll give you some hints. tell us a little bit about that that energy you know that you have and what where is this coming from i think that um I always had it inside of me. And what I can say is that we all have it. So it's not something that somehow I was um, privileged to have. We all have it. We just have to tap into it. Um, The way I was able to tap into mine is by realizing that nothing is more important in this world than love. There's only one answer for everything. If there is really is one answer for everything, and that is love. And once you realize that, and once you make peace with who you are, and forgive everything, everyone, including yourself, you start realizing that we are one. We're really 
all part of that same oneness of the universe. And you feel that, at least that's what happened to me, in, and, I, and I'm going to quote Einstein here, one of the, probably one of the most uh, important quotes for my life is that your life is, is a quote from Einstein that says that everything will change in your life once you decide whether the universe is benevolent or not. So once you decide that the universe is your friend, once you decide mm. that the universe has your back, yeah. you truly walk through life with so much calm and with so much peace and with so much love and compassion and grace that it shows. So I do believe that if there's any energy that comes through me, it's not necessarily mine. It's the universe's energy that goes through me and it's shared to others. So then the way I look at it, I am put on this planet to share something, to inspire people to wake up, look in the mirror, discover themselves for who they are, find out that they are perfect in their imperfectness and love themselves and love everyone around them. And then immediately like a switch will turn on. So yeah. I think this is where it's coming from. Look, and you have it too. That's you have Thank the you. exact same energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's a, that's a powerful response. And yeah, benevolence is, yeah. is, is beautiful. You know, when, when you yes. believe in that, you know, yes. again, yes. but you, you've come from Romania originally and, mm -hmm. uh, and it's been a, a quite a journey for you. You know, you wrote a lot about yes. your story in your book. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember one part of you, your book talking about uh, you actually being a fashion designer. That's right. And, yeah. and, and also <laughs> when you came to America, there was one part where you were in this book. No, you were in this store. And you were in a little grocery store. Yeah. A little grocery store and, and you didn't have enough money. That's you right. Know, um, but somehow you managed to figure it out. Yeah. Tell, tell yes. us a little bit about those situations. Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that um, in Romania, I grew up in Romania during communism and somehow from the age of seven years old, I dreamed of going to America. There's another story about that, but I, my entire life, I imagined myself being in America, like being an American, like even as a kid, I would, even though I didn't speak the language, uh, you know, I would make up words pretending to speak American. It wasn't Amer it wasn't English. I was speaking American, and I was playing Indians and cowboys, and I was always the Indian, and I was, you know, reenacting scenes from the Dallas movie. So this whole the series that you know, and this whole time from seven years old till the time I left, I was twenty seven when I left Romania, and I constantly dreamed and imagined myself there. And there's something to be said about imagining and, you know, thinking as if it's already done, it's already happened. So I guess it was inevitable. So I went to college um, to a textile university and I became a fashion designer. I came back into my hometown. Uh, in fact, I had the first fashion show. I, you know, my best friend from college reminded me, she said, you know, Carmen, do you, do you know, you realize that you had the first fashion show 
in our town after the communism. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. So I was sort of a pioneer, pioneer back then. You know, I, I did, you know, my, my fashion was very avant-garde. I was kind of like, kind of breaking the mold on a lot of things. I even had a TV show and um, it, it was like, every, everything seemed to be going wonderfully for me. You know, my business was growing and, and then I still had something that was weighing me down, something that just didn't want me to sit still and be happy. Or I was happy, but I just knew that there was something else I needed to do. And so uh, one day I was reading an article in the paper and I stumbled upon an ad that said that they were hiring uh, bar waiters and waitresses on a five-star cruise ship uh, in the Caribbean island with pay in US dollars. So I'm like, wow, this is very interesting. In the United States, Caribbean islands, whatever. So I picked up the phone and four months later, in fact, October 31st, Halloween, I landed in Miami Beach. Didn't know what Halloween was. It was a complete, I write that, about that in the book too. It's really funny actually yeah, I because I, I, there were people masked and I was like, this is America? I was like, I was even embarrassed to ask someone what is going on you know i thought this is the way it was you know and then but i came to the united states with literally 20 dollars in my pocket i had a 500 dollars debt to my parents um and really a half a like i had a duffel bag with half stuff you know clothing and stuff and a ton of dreams and um it, the story that you're talking about i had 20 dollars and then i had a beer the night before because I finally got assigned to get a job on one of the ships. And I said, I'll celebrate with a beer. So I dared to buy myself a beer. And when I went to the store to buy some necessities, you know, turned out that I filled up my cart with stuff that um, I couldn't afford. And I was mm. crushed because I knew I was going on a ship where I didn't have all this stuff to buy. And it just was really heartbreaking. I was, I felt like I was kicked in, in the butt really. And I was almost sent back home. You don't belong here, you know? Mm. And then, and then I just picked myself back up and I said, you know, I, I, I'm going to have to make it somehow. And I had to go through that cart and pick and choose the things and add them all up in my head and figure it all out. And, you know, and there's a little story about the, the tights, the, you know, the silk tights that women wear. And I really needed them as a waitress. And I finally ended up just buying one pair. And it was just so this nostalgia of, of holding that pair of beautiful tights in my hand and thinking that I cannot afford them. And eventually I get to the cashier and I was still four cents short. And the little, you know, cashier guy, you know, puts his hand in that little, you know, there's always a little ball next to the cashier that has some pennies in there. And he grabs four pennies, throws them in his till and says, you're good. And I just ran out of there. I came outside that store and I literally crumbled in tears outside the store because I said to myself, you know, I made it, I made it. I was able to, to get the things I needed. It, the last item that I really needed was a shampoo. And I, all I had in my mind was $2.47 or something like that. And I'm like, how can you buy a shampoo for $2? So I was like looking to see anything that was discounted. And sure enough, this was this VO5 shampoo, probably the worst shampoo in the world. 
but hey, it was this little and it was discounted and I threw it in my cart and and that, and that moment I knew I made it. I knew I made it. I had nothing to my name, but I just knew that I am right here in the place of my dreams and there's nobody, nobody's going to stop me now. So, um, yeah, I think when I, when I think back of that story, it kind of give me a little bit of a nostalgia, but also it, it reminds me, and this is something that I hope the audience will take out of this, we're all, we're always get down in life. We're always get pushed down in life in places where we don't want to be. Sometimes we even reach rock bottom. What we have to always remember that we have to keep on going, keep on walk, walk, walking. Like, you know, when you go through hell, you have to keep on walking. Don't sit still. Don't wait. Don't think. Don't ponder. Don't doubt. Keep walking because when you walk, you build that resilience. You build that muscle of ableness for lack of a better word you once you start doing things once you start accomplishing little things you you want to never forget to celebrate those little wins because that's how you build your muscle of of gratitude first of all and also of resilience so um that and that's a thought i've had a few days ago just keep on walking don't stop don't allow that muscle to relax because if you really want, you know, if you think of a, a bodybuilder, the only way they can build muscle, the only way they can build strength is if they can keep, if they keep on working on those muscles. If you go to the gym and you lift a couple of weights and then you start looking in the mirror to see if something happened, nothing happens. And then if you look at yourself and nothing happened and you start doubting yourself, then you're not going to go to the gym anymore. So that's what you have to do is to constantly keep going, not believing not trusting, but knowing that you are on your path and that path is going to take you exactly where you're designed to go and just keep on going. And that's what I've been doing, Luke, for, for all these years. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, congratulations, Carmen, you know, on, <laughs> on your you. journey because uh, making a decision like that to, to leave and to start a new life, to start fresh, you know, on yeah. your own, Yes, you know, that is, is not easy. That's a lot of people are yeah. afraid of that. And, and how long yes. ago was this 30 years ago? Um, so 25 years ago, 25 years ago. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so mm -hmm. how would you, how would you rate your self right now? Is it was, the, it was, a, it was a success. <laughs> it's yes, still, you're still absolutely. going though. You're it, still going. So, so here's the thing. My definition of success is not how much money you have in the bank, how many yeah. properties, how yeah, many, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, possessions. My definition of success, and I know yours is the same too, is if every day I can look in the mirror and say, I am the best version of myself today. I am the best version of myself today. Tomorrow, I'm going to be the best version of myself mm. tomorrow. But every day, if, I, if every day I do something that brings me up, brings my consciousness up to another level, I consider, a, I consider it a success. So at any given moment, I can say that I am a success. So, and it's something that a lot of people fear to approach because you know, they think I have to compare myself with someone or I have to be like that person or I have to achieve certain things or I have to accumulate certain things. And until then, I will not be a success. But if you sit and still and wonder, how many things have I been able to accomplish in my life? 
have I been able to make a list of accomplishments and really any kind of accomplishment, whether you've been moved from the back bench to the front bench in third grade, I don't care. It's an accomplishment. So any kind of accomplishment you have, you have to put it on that list and look at it and say, I've been able to do all these things in my life. I've been able to accomplish all these things in my life. And instead of looking, there's so much more to do. I have so much more to accomplish in order for me to consider myself successful. When you do that, you truly put the scare of death into yourself. But if you look in the behind you in the in the story of your life and the things you've been able to get through and and break through it is so much more positive and it gives you so much more energy to move forward to the next step so yeah absolutely a success yeah amazing amazing it's so good carmen there's this one um, i think it's a quote or or just a notion of believing that uh as you move towards your higher self as you as you grow and you develop yourself uh it's it's called some people say you know act as if you've already achieved it uh, become yes. the person who uh you know who who has already achieved that level of success that you're striving for you that's know right. it's all, it's already yours for example that's that's right right yeah uh how how do you how do you truly embody that kind of a, a notion when in reality, you know, that you're not that person yet. I mean, you're not there yet, you know, cause yes. I mean, people are striving for their dreams, their goals, their success. Yes. Let's just use a hypothetical example of, um, you know, your, your, your dream is to become successful and buy a Ferrari. Right. right. So in the reality, you don't have yes. that. Material. You don't have it. You don't have that material yeah. possession. Yeah. But, and that's why we, we talk about the mind being so powerful because, you know, what you believe you are is yes. what you will become. What you think about that's constantly right. is, is what you will manifest. Yeah. So how, yeah. how do we, how do we, I guess, cause it's kind of like a manipulation of the mind, right? Because you're, that's right. you're, in, you're, you're entering this new realm or dimension of reality where you yeah. believe that, for example, myself, that I am one of the best speakers in the world and I speak on stage to 10,000, thousands of people, right? Yes. That's, that's, I yes. travel the world. That, that's who I am. Yeah. So how, yeah. how do we take ourselves there when we're not there yet? We're not there yet. That's right. It's a very good question. And it's something that I've been working on and, and sort of studying for a good part of the past year. And it has to do with our subconscious mind. Um, as you know, and I'm sure most people know, we operate 95% based on our subconscious programming. And I'm calling it programming intentionally. And only 5% based on our conscious thinking. So the reason why I'm calling it programming is because from the age of zero, so the moment we're born, the only moment in our life when we are pure and we are divine and we are truly connected to the, the omnipresent universe is the moment we are born, when we are really, our soul is being released onto this planet through the body. After that, we're starting to be 
programmed by society, by family, by church, by school, by friends, by, by neighbors, by whoever. So constantly we receive messages that get plugged into our subconscious mind and condition us to act in certain ways and condition us to think in certain ways. So at any given moment, and interestingly enough, that's another Einstein quote, you do, you know, insanity is doing the same thing again and again and expecting um, different results. Well, we do things again and again is, be is, is because we are conditioned to do them that way because we're programmed to do them that way because that's what we find comfortable. That's where we find safety. And we are primal species, really. We constantly want to fit in. We constantly want to belong to, the, to our tribe, right? In the olden days, if you didn't belong in a tribe, you got kicked out of a tribe or something, you got eaten alive by wild beasts. But nowadays, that's not really happening anymore. And yet we still have that con conditioning, ancestral conditioning tattooed in our DNA. So every time we want to act in a certain way, maybe to break the mold, maybe to do something different, to believe something different, right? We go back to our condition and say, yeah, but you know, only rich get richer and only poor get poorer. And you know, money doesn't grow in trees. So we have all this conditioning that we keep reminding ourselves and it's not, we don't do it intentionally. It just happens, right? Now, and it happens every day to every single person who, for example, watches TV. We're constantly being programmed that's why it's called uh programming right on on tv so we're constantly being programmed to believe certain things some most of them being lies by the same token right we can take that exact theory and that exact practice and turn it in our favor so what we can do to ourselves we can be our own conditioner, our own programmer. So we can constantly tell ourselves that we have achieved that and we're on our, and we don't have to say, I have my Ferrari. I already have a Ferrari. We can say, I'm on my way to my Ferrari. I'm ready for my Ferrari. Now, there's another theory and eventually we start believing, I am the best speaker, I am the best speaker. You embody this, you truly embody it and you believe it, you know it until it actually gets tattooed in your DNA. There's every single moment of your day, day and night, morning, you wake up thinking it, you wake up believing it, you wake up, you wake up feeling it. So you feel this complete oneness and acceptance of this theory that you have in your mind. So this is to me, the, the most powerful thing we can do as conscious being. I think Carl Jung had another quote, and he said, until we bring our subconscious into the conscious, we will let it run our life and we will call it fate. So we are constantly running into situations where we tell ourselves, well, it's because of this. Well, I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of this. Well, it's our subconscious mind talking, that little Woody Allen in the back of our heads going, you can't do this. You're not good enough. If we let him talk, it's going to talk us out of everything in life. If we shut Woody Allen up, 
and we start creating our own empowering belief. You know, we have look mind power talking in our head going, you got this, you can do it. You're beautiful. You're amazing. Just listen to different things. Pay attention to uh, different things that are in aligned, that are congruent with where you want to get in life and your programming will change and you will start seeing different things manifesting in your, manifested in your life. And to give you one more perspective on how to do this, there's an author I'm really, really fond of, Neville Goddard, and he wrote a lot about imagination. And we go back to being children when we imagine things, because as a child, you were a firefighter, you were Superman, you were, nobody told you you were not a dinosaur. You could be whatever you wanted to be and nobody denied it to you. As we grew, we started being told, well, don't do that, it's misbehaving and stuff. Go back to being a child, go back imagining that you are in that situation. So if you wanna have a Ferrari, morning, day and night, at any given moment of the day, imagine that you have it. Don't just think of it as I, I'm, I have a Ferrari, no. Imagine a scene of your life, and this is practical exercise. Imagine a scene in your life when you, Go into your garage, your beautifully polished garage where there's several maybe vehicles in there and you get in your Ferrari and you turn on the music and you put down the, the, the top and you start driving on the coast or up in the mountains or whatever you feel like and you end up going to meet some friends and they're like all excited to see your Ferrari and they, one of them wants to get in like, okay, let me take it for a drive. So do this beautiful, create this beautiful movie in your head and leave it and allow all the feeling. And Neville Garden says, feeling is the secret, not thinking, feeling. Let it come from your heart, let it come from your gut, from your insides, right, mm -hmm. from your core. Imagine it to that extent where you use all your senses, you use your eyesight, you use your smell. Imagine everything that you smell the ocean, the wind is blowing in your head, the music is singing, you know, you're touching that beautiful leather, you're smelling that beautiful leather. So allow all these feelings to, to come into with, with whatever it is that you want to manifest in life. That's how I got to America because I imagined myself being an American all my life. I probably would have gotten here sooner if the revolution would have happened sooner. <laughs> yeah, well. But yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's powerful so, stuff. And it is, yeah, it's, it is all in the mind. And, and again, yes. uh, it is about forming, it's like forming another habit, you know, it's right. forming yes. another habit of belief, you know, and imagination and practicing that yes. every day. And I think yes. that is where we go wrong with even just being more positive you know, in your That's day right. to day, because yes. it is an intentional practice that you have to develop over time, which yes. then allows you to actually believe what you yes. are doing is making a difference. And that's what people falter on because we do yeah. things for one week, two weeks, three weeks, we don't see a difference. So we go, screw this. I'm just going to go back to how I was. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yes. The, it it takes challenge. time. It takes time to develop that, that yeah. pattern, that new pattern. Of yeah. Thinking. Well, absolutely. I always yeah. base everything on my own personal journey and growth over the last two, right. two and a bit years. And yeah. I see it now how from 33 years of life 
and conditioning yeah. and programming and experiences and everything like that. It takes time, man. I still yeah. have negative thoughts and negative entities yes. that are within me or in my mind that yes. challenge me every day yeah. to make yeah. me think that I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or I'm not vibrating on the real frequency that I believe I am, but I know who I am and I have to override that every single day. But again, the more I do it, the more I take yes. action, the more I believe, right? Yes. And, and live yes. my truth and own that consciousness right? That's, yes. I, I keep, I keep growing, you know, I keep expanding yeah. and, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm slowly, but surely reprogramming yeah. that subconscious mind. And, and that's right. Incredible, you know? So now I do live as that person who does deliver to thousands of people yeah. because that's yeah. who I yeah. am, you know? And absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, I hear what you're saying, Carmen, and thank you for explaining yeah. that. It's amazing. Tell me about ayahuasca. You know, I know that that's becoming, that's becoming <laughs> yes. a, a quite a phenomenon around the world. Yes. A lot more people are being interested, but I have this, I, I actually watched a uh, documentary on YouTube about it as well, but yes. I have this tendency to believe, and I'm sure there's other people out there, you know, that are skeptical about it and that I believe that there are people out there who, because they've done DMT or other psychedelics, they are using this not for the right reasons. Right. Yes. And, and yeah, I know that it's, I, I believe that there is uh, definitely a psychological benefit to it and a healing yeah. benefit to, you know, if yeah. you've been struggling with depression or anxiety or something like that, that yeah. this can actually, you know, heal. But I also yeah. believe that there are many things out there in, in the world that people have struggles with or problems with that are all in your head. And again, it's the same thing that Henry Ford said, you know, if you believe you are, if you yeah. believe you can, or you believe you can't, you are right. You're right. And, Absolutely. and so if you believe that yeah. this is going yeah. to help you or it's going to save yes. your life, then it will. Right. Yes. Just like That's anything right. else, just like anything else in life. And so like from yeah. my experience with self love, with bringing yes. the attention back to me, with discovering right. my truth and giving my attention, giving that validation, giving that love to me for the last two, two years, you know, isolating myself so that I can listen to my spirit and learn yes. about who I truly am. Right. I believed in myself and look what has happened. That's you know? right. That's right. And so I want to ask you about your, your experience with it and what kind yeah. of an effect did it have on your psycholo psychology on your uh, on on your energy, on who you are, yeah. on on your the way that you live now. How much yeah. of an impact has it had on your life? One of the things that one of the reasons why I went for this on this journey, and I'm going to call it a journey because it really is a journey of complete transformation, is because I knew intrinsically that there was some healing that I needed to to go through. Um, and I'm going back to the subconscious programming. You said earlier that it's all in your head. It is. It's all in your subconscious mind. If you can master the power and master the energy to, to completely detach yourself from, to, from what's been programmed into you, 
you're a powerful person. But if you still have some doubts, if you still have some moments in which you go, I don't really know if I'm on the right path. I wonder if I am. I, I wonder what else I need to do. I'm being sent. I'm being driven. I'm being guided. So you still have this kind of like a, a kind of like a some something bothering you, like a pebble in your shoe, let's say. So that was one of the reasons why I went there because I really needed some confirmation. I needed some, some, some signs per se. Um, they call it. They call her Mother Ayahuasca because, <clears throat> pardon me. It is. It's. It's a beverage. It's a boy. It's a. It's a brew. Let's say that's made out of two plants, and of course some um, shamans throw in some other ingredients in there. It's all natural, of course. And what they say is that when you drink it, this this beverage, this plant, literally starts working through your body, through your, not just through your physical body, but through your subconscious mind. And it starts almost like a little, um, um, you know, algorithm, a little um, spider on the internet, right? It starts working through your programming to figure out are there any broken links? Is there something that needs to be fixed? Is there something that needs to be put either back in place or something that needs to be left behind? And Mother Ayahuasca will answer questions that you didn't know you had. So you can go in completely clueless of the reason why you're there. But most people who go there, they say, I, was, I feel like I was asked to go there. I was, I was driven to go there. And this is what happened to me too. So as I went through the process of finding out who I was, like I was revealed, it was revealed to me who I was through a very, very beautiful journey of, of uh, visionary imagination, just an amazing, amazing journey. Uh, I was then shown, shown who my soul was and my soul was my my inner child myself as a child i went back to that i revisited myself as a child and i felt probably the most accelerating moment of my life when i realized that the secret to life is joy the secret to living a happy life is to find your joy and do it again and again and again so whenever you whenever you you know, you're feeling in a rut, whenever you're feeling sad or you don't know what to do next, just break yourself from it and just go and do something that brings you joy. That was something that was revealed to me. I knew all these things from books, but, you know, just being that they were revealed to me in this atmosphere of just ceremony and music and just, it was an absolutely amazing revelation. And then I was merged with my soul through this process. And I just felt like, you know, there's nothing that can stop me from now. And I also was healed from the standpoint of my heart, my brain. It, it, I, it was a process and I'm describing some of it in some of my videos that I posted on YouTube. And I'm describing the entire process in my new book that, that will be coming up soon. And it was literally uh, an experience where I felt like I pulled my heart out of my chest and I gave it love. I gave this beautiful mantra that was given to me through this process, through 
the ceremony, during the ceremony, it was actually downloaded to me. So I gave this, this love mantra to my heart and my heart suddenly felt alive and beautiful and well. And I put it back into my chest and I just felt like I'm one with the universe. So I was connected with the universe. Finally, in the last day, I feel like I kind of got everything I wanted from the whole process. But then I said, I, I, I dare to ask Mother Ayahuasca, what would be then, what, what, what would I need to do? I really want to help and support and inspire as many people as possible, as, not unlike yourself. And I, I dare to ask, show me what I need to do in order to help raise the world's consciousness. Now, I'm not arrogant enough to believe that I can do that by myself, but I am optimistic enough to know that through the power of collective consciousness, we can all help the world. I just wanted to know what is it that I need to do. So through the entire last ceremony, it was four ceremonies, and the last ceremony I had this most amazing time. I was dancing. Most people were in agony, were in pain, were going through some, uh, you know, just painful, painful, you know, um, ancestry, clean cleansing and all that stuff. And here I was in the middle of this whole maloka, like this beautiful dark tent with just candles lit and um, musiqueros playing beautiful South American music and shamans dancing. And here I was dancing like nothing was happening, you know, it's like, and then towards the end of the ceremony and with so much energy and power, like I didn't stop dancing for like five hours, you know, and at the end of it, I kind of remembered that I asked a question in the beginning and I said, hey, mother, you forgot to tell me what I need to do in order to raise the world's consciousness. And these words came to me and I was like, wow, that was easy. And mother Ayahuasca said, just be yourself. I'm like, okay, I've been doing this all along. Well, maybe not all along because only recently in my life, I realized through a spiritual awakening that I haven't been myself. I haven't been who I wanted to be. I've been someone that someone else wanted me to be, not who I wanted to be. And so being told that all I need to do is to be myself in spite of what people believe, in spite of judgment, in spite of criticism, in spite of any expectations from people. And by the same token, I would not have judgment towards others. I would not have criticism. I would not have expectations towards others. It was so liberating because it's really the easiest thing we can do is to really look within and at any given moment, ask ourselves this question, who would I be if there was no one to judge me, no one to criticize me? and no one to have any expectations of me. And then I'll say, well, I'll do that. Okay, great, let's do that. It's so beautiful. And this is my message. No matter what, whatever, whenever you are in life, wherever you are in life, if you have any doubts of what you need to do, ask yourself, who am I? What would I do? How am I me in this moment? How can I be me in this moment? You do you, that's it. 
And that was my experience. It was amazing, uh, uh, Luke. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think that's the challenge to, to be yourself. You yes, know, and, and it is. To conquer yourself. That is the yes. mission in life, is to conquer. Your, it's like you are two entities in one. It's true. It's true. You're fighting, you are. You're fighting to, to, to be free and do what you know is right, but it's your subconscious yeah. that is trying to keep you safe. Yeah. It's resisting. And yes, yes. It has this, uh, yeah, this negative approach that, that I guess yeah. it's not just that, it's also uh, because of your experiences with, you know, family, friends, the world, how people yeah. view you. We succumb to yeah. the judgment and the yes. awareness of, oh, if I do that, what are people going to say? Or if, you know, I follow yes. this, you know, because there is this, I like to say that there is this imaginary rule book to life, you know, yeah. you're supposed yeah. to yeah. finish yeah. school and, and, you know, find yeah. a, in, in a relationship yeah. and, and, and yeah. study and finish your yeah. degrees and, and get yeah. that job and then get married, buy a house, have some children. Yeah. And go to going. a nine to five, have yeah, a nine yeah, to five yeah. job. There is this, yeah, there's retire. this rule book, yeah. right? And it tells yeah. you how to live life. And if you That's change right. or you deviate from that path, then there's something yeah. wrong with you, Carmen. Yeah, absolutely. You don't belong. You don't belong. And, and here's the secret to that. You make your own tribe. That's what you do. Instead of belonging to the tribe you're born, you don't really have to be in the tribe you're born. You can build your own tribe, find like-minded people, find people who feel like you, think like you, act like you, and you're going to be comfortable if you need to have an environment, if you need to have a tribe. It's really easy. Now, it's good to have a tribe, especially in the beginning of your journey, because you need to be supported by some people. Because if you don't have a tribe, you're going to find friends, you're going to find family that are constantly going to tell you, Oh man, don't do that. You, it's too risky. You can't, are you sure? You know, like they will, they love you. They want, they want the best for you, but really not the best for you. You know, they just want you to be right there where you are with them. That, that, so, so you don't make them feel bad for who they are or for where they are. You know, God forbid you just go out and be yourself and, and achieve something completely different. Right. Uh, but yeah, Listen, in my opinion, we're not made to fit in. We're made to stand out. And if we don't stand out, we're not doing something right. So, yeah, I'm not yeah. denouncing at all uh, anyone who goes yeah. down that path. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. It, for, for many years, I believed that there was something wrong yeah. with me. You know? Yes. And I felt bad about myself, you know, because my life was not turning out the way that I saw, for example, my friends. Right. Like life was turning out and I was like, what yeah. is that? Am I ever going to get married? How come, yeah, how come yeah, I'm yeah. in so much debt? What's yeah. wrong with me? Like, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. because you were basing it on the rules that were imposed on you. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what you, yeah. you know, you see what happens in your family and generation. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. you think that that's how your life has to be as well. Uh, right. and so, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing to, to really own. For example, my sister had to go through a divorce, which was challenging, yeah. but many people who go through an experience like that for many years, 
don't want to believe it themselves that, that it's happening to them because again there's a fear of judgment yeah. there's a fear of knowing that you've invested this time and energy and money and whatever else emotions into this relationship and now you need to uh stop and leave that relationship and and, and start all over again yeah, and, and that's all, the and biggest that's, fear and that's just yes. not, even normal relationships you're in a relationship for two three yeah. years and then you get to a point where you just go you know what there's something wrong here i'm not happy yeah oh, but if i leave i have to start again oh, i have to find someone else or you know it's like that and it's just like yes you know you, yeah. you gotta kind of learn to let go of that and know that it's okay to be a beginner it's okay to yes. start again. It's okay to learn something new. It's okay, you know, and don't get stuck in the fact that what you thought was going to be your dream or your reality, yeah. it's not like that. It doesn't right. always work that way, you know, and yeah, it's, yeah. but it's a, it's a lifelong journey of, of learning. And yeah. I truly believe the lesson will keep showing up until you learn it. And sometimes we need to learn over and over again before we realize there's something wrong with me and that's why I'm attracting yeah. these people. <laughs> exactly. And it's really nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with your programming. Yeah. You're perfect. You're perfect exactly the way you are. And I say that to you and I say that to everyone listening. You're perfect exactly the way you are. It's your programming. It's your subconscious programming that will send you back in that same vicious circle because you will find so many people. And since we're talking about marriages and divorces, you will find so many people who repeat the exact same algorithm in the next relationship, in the next relationship. You know, women sometimes say, you know, I, 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 some, I don't know how I attract men who are una, unavailable or whatever. Or abusive. Right? I keep attracting, abusive. I keep, I keep yeah. attracting people who are, who are uh, yes. really negative or who are, you know, not yes. happy or they're, you yes. know, they're the wrong yes. people. Why do I keep, like, I believe it's because you haven't taken the time to heal yourself. You haven't taken the time yes. to, to sit with yourself and, and, and listen to your emotions and feelings yes. and, 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 and remove and remove some of those limitations remove find out where in your life you've seen this first mm. as a child as a adolescent as a when is it that that was programmed into you and and again this is where you go in and you start telling yourself something different a different story yeah you change the story change the story you change your story you change your life exactly yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, you, exactly. Attract, you attract what you are exactly so, so if you want better become better exactly you're absolutely right and it's interesting because in in um, conversations with god uh, one of the neil donald walsh uh, wrote his last book just recently after nine years of not writing anything he wrote, I believe it was the four, fourth of his um, volumes. And one of the things he says in this book, something really, really beautiful, that every single person we meet is a reflection of us. It's our mirror. And if we learn to sit with every person we meet and in our minds to say to ourselves, there I go again. That's, his, that's the way he says, I, God tells him that. Say that to yourself there I go again. In other words, every person we meet is a reflection of us. What is it in this person 
that I that I see that that maybe I like or I dislike bothers me or I'm attracted to because those things especially if it's something that bothers me hey let me see what bothers me about this person because definitely there's something in me that I can correct that is very similar to that one thing that bothers me in that person. We know we're so quick to judge or to criticize others, but we don't stop to think, why am I judging? Why am I criticizing? Because there's something in me that is not right. So if we come to that conclusion and come to that realization and we then we start appreciating every person we meet because they become a piece of our puzzle you know then we finally solve the puzzle when we we are able to encounter people and have experiences with people yep. and then we understand who we really are everyone yeah. is your teacher Everyone is your teacher. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's Absolutely. just bringing that, bringing, bringing yeah. your awareness to that yes. actual understanding that, yeah, people yeah. Are, yeah. Uh, are just a mirror and a reflection of, of you. Yeah. And if yes. you understand that notion, man, you become powerful because you yeah. start to, you really do start to pay attention and learn from everyone. Yes. And again, going back to what you said earlier, it's a process. Yeah, it's a yeah. conscious decision that you have yeah. to make because you're going to meet people who truly annoy you. Oh, and you yeah. may want to say something that you don't, you may regret or, or just turn your back or something. That Instead is a of challenge, that, Carmen. That is, exactly. Instead of doing that, remind yourself, there I go again, and then give them love and give them compassion as if you were giving it to yourself. Mm. And then when you do that, you really, you really break barriers too. And you may see some major difference in, in the relationship that is being built with that person, but also you will get breakthrough into them and learn more about yourself. And that is what we want. We don't want to turn our back on people. We don't want to let them walk away just because they're not our cup of tea. We want to see what is it that I can do for myself how can i change myself we can't change anyone else we can only change ourselves yeah well yeah. that's and that's the real truth we can't and i think the challenge just finishing up i think the challenge for for me even being on social media and uh, and and having all these platforms and connecting with like a lot of people yeah uh, one thing that i've learned is to protect my energy and yes. to protect oh, my yeah. peace. And it's, that's a super vital of uh, uh, something that I, I really uh, I'm aware of because it's very easy for me to feel that I need to sometimes, for example, if someone writes something or writes a comment that I don't agree with or doesn't agree with me yeah. or whatever, I yeah. can then invest energy into communication with that person, yes. which will then yeah. lead down a trail of never really finding a solution yes. and do I want to, am I, yeah. do I want to like waste my energy or do I want to just look at that and go, yes, you know, I wish you good luck. Yeah. Like, I, yes. And so yes. you have to, because you, because your you, ego. you make that conscious. Yeah. Because you make that conscious. This it's about them. If, if they are snapping at me or if they're making comments that maybe are not, it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with where they are, with their place on their journey right now. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Don't, don't, you don't have to waste your energy. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. you, again, this is a, a, a lesson and 
when you're able to have that awareness, right, yeah. then you don't react, you, you respond. And you sometimes respond. no response is a response. And that's, that's right. just the form of really protecting your energy and, and, uh, and honor that, you know, don't feel exactly. guilty. Don't feel yes. guilty for doing what's right for you. That's something that I've had to learn as well. Don't feel guilty for doing what's right for you. Uh, that's right. Carmen, it's been absolutely amazing chatting with you. I know we can just keep going on and on because uh, there's so much that we can talk about, but I just want to acknowledge you for your work that you do, uh, especially on, on even your Facebook, uh, Carmen's daily uh, coffee. Is it coffee talk? Carmen's coffee talk. Yeah. You know, you've got so many people that you work with there and and inspire every day. Uh, and you know, you, you really do have, uh, you know, so much love and energy and, and benevolence within you that you project outwards. And I know that there's a lot of work that you do uh, to actually have that because, you know, again, I truly believe that you cannot project something that you don't have. And so you have a lot of that within yourself because you've taken the time to invest that into yourself. You know, you fill your cup and so you're overflowing. And so now that is spilling over to everyone that you connect with. And that is incredible, you know? So right. I just want to acknowledge you for that. Uh, and thank you for sharing your story and your wisdom and, and being that beacon of light, you know, for so many out there. And I know that even though you've done so much, this is still the start of your journey. And, uh, That's and right. you've got a lot going on. And I'm so excited yes. for you. And I'm so excited to just continue to, to stay connected with you because I know, again, yes. I think I've said this many times that uh, we are going to align and, and eventually do something together. And whether that be on the stage together. Yes. Or, or I, can't I invite wait. you onto my yes. TV show. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's going to happen. And so I uh, can't wait. I love I it. Wait. And I love you. Yes. And you're incredible. And so I, I, I just want to acknowledge you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. I appreciate it. And I am so full of joy to share the path with you. So thank you so much. And I wish you all the best. Amazing. Thanks, Carmen. Just one question before we go. What is your definition of loving yourself? Loving yourself. Um, I I recently love, I recently discovered that I, when I imagined myself as a little girl, that that little girl, the three years old little girl, and I even saw myself in that shape that I was when I was three years old. And I was holding a pillow when I was thinking about that. And I was, I literally felt like I was holding myself in my arms, telling myself how much I love myself. And when I did that, I felt like I was embodied in that little girl. So loving yourself means allowing yourself to be a child allowing yourself to dream, allowing yourself to say no or say yes to whatever you want in spite of what anything else is thinking. Love it, Carmen. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Yes. Thank you. Love you, look. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share this with a friend or on your social platforms and leave a rating on the Apple Podcast app. This really helps us and means the universe to me and my team. For more dope content and motivation on how you can live the life of your dreams, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. I am Luke Mindpower, the ultimate success coach. And if you want to find your power and purpose in life, simply visit my website, lukemindpower.com for more info on how I can help you 10x your success. Sending you super love and positive energy. Peace. I'll talk to you soon.